Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Joe's into it. You like this song, Bob? Yes. I like the mixture of uh, different genres of uh, music. Yes, me too. That's why we changed them. Liven the place up a little. Liven it up. Let's go to Jason Mackey. He'll live it up for us. In Bradenton. Jason, we can't figure this out. Uh, They seem to be talking around this. Bob has a different interpretation. Parado has a different interpretation than me and you. What they hear when they say when they hear Ben Charrington say that you know that that Grandal's going to catch, he's going to be on the team for sure, and then that second spot is a competition. What they hear is okay. That means Grandal is the starter, the main guy, and that the rest of the guys are fighting to be the backup. Is that the proper interpretation? No, that's not how I understand it, Joe. Um, you know, they could be more clear with their words, and I think they intentionally don't want to be clear with their words it's in their interest to obfuscate this as much as possible uh, they're trying to buy time for henry davis and figure out if he can catch I mean, they do know grandall is on the team yes that's obvious is grandall the starter he could be ben Sherrington was asked at the grapefruit league media day up in tampa it's like i don't know a week and a half ago now like is grandall the starter is there a competition and he basically danced around it and said you know he's on the team there's going to be a competition for that second spot they've never said explicitly backup spot they've never said explicitly that grandall is starting they've had the opportunity to say that i think what they want to do is give themselves cover give themselves an out if henry davis stinks if henry davis is good they need henry davis on the team he has looked markedly better than yasmani grandall 
that's a pleasant development from spring training thus far, but I do think they're hesitant to proclaim him the starter, the backup, anything. They want to see it play out. And what if it doesn't? What if this whole spring training goes by, Jason, and they have the same situation at hand where they're not sure? So what do they do with him? Yeah, I think he goes to the minor leagues, Bob. I do. Um, and that's going to be unpopular with fans. And I'm, I'm assuming the scenario you're laying out is like he doesn't produce at the bat, he's bad defensively, or whatever. I mean, at that point, I don't think they would be afraid to send him to the minors. One thing that they've said, Ben didn't say it on the broadcast, but he said it with us. I don't know if it was after Keller's extension. He definitely said it in Tampa, and Shelton has said this too. They go out of their way to mention some of the recent catchers who have, you know, like Adley Rutschman from the, the Orioles, for example, said, like, go back and look at how much those guys have caught. And it's, I'm not arguing with the point. It's a valid point. Henry has caught a very low amount of games compared to other comparables who have come out of the draft. Um, I think it's going to be a question or weird or whatever if Henry Davis hits really well but he can't catch. What do you do then? And I think at that point it probably depends on what Grandall does, what Jason DeLay does. I'm not sure. Maybe you try to move him to another spot, but it certainly at this point doesn't seem like that's what they want to do. So, I mean, if he's good in both areas, he's on the team, he's going to catch a lot. If he's bad in both areas, he's going to be in the minor leagues. I don't know what happens if it, ha- if it falls in the middle. If he's good, will he catch more than Grandall? Yeah, okay. I, I believe that. What have you seen so far? What have you gleaned on and off the record about what people think of Davis as a catcher so far in spring training? A very pleasant surprise, Joe. A very pleasant surprise. I, I think if the season started today, it's probably a timeshare. Honestly. Um, you know, I think I talked to Grandal about this. I've talked to Henry about this. I've talked to people surrounding the competition. Um, you know, I, I think everybody has been pleasantly surprised with what Henry has done thus far. I saw the same five innings that Pomp saw. I was listening to you guys before. He looked like a perfectly serviceable catcher. If that holds, he's on the team. He's going to catch a pretty decent amount. Um, I, it, it's also limited, right? Like everybody can get excited over spring training stuff. Him catching a side, that doesn't really matter. I want to see him in games. And I, I do understand. Like it, it was not nothing, the concern over his defense last year. Every scout I talked to voiced concern over Davis's defense. So they also said that he hasn't caught a lot and he needs to catch more and the kid works his butt off, all that stuff. Like, you know, I understand. I think he will figure it out. But is he serviceable to catch 100 games right now? That's probably a tough bet. Maybe this is a blessing in disguise for Henry Davis. And, and, and what I mean by that is if Andy Rodriguez had not suffered his fate, would he even be in the mix as a catcher if he's just going to catch once or twice a week? Or would you think they would try to do something else with him? Yeah, I mean, if Andy Rodriguez was healthy, I think Henry would probably be shoehorned into right field. Uh, that's completely speculative on my end. But, I mean, they were extremely happy with what Andy did behind the plate. Mm-hmm. If Andy was not hurt, Andy was a better defensive catcher. You'd have no reason to do that with Henry. Um, but I, they needed somebody. They needed somebody. I think this opened the door for Henry. And I think they also, like, even, like, I was waiting for you guys to cause texting some people about, like, what did Henry do this offseason? You know, the scope of his work or whatever. And, like, I know he was down at Pirate City working with Mike Rebello and the, uh, the third base coach on catching and stuff. And, I mean, this, this kid, like, <laughs> went a million miles an hour doing this. It is not impossible for him to go from not very good to serviceable in one offseason if he's working his tail off. So, I mean, I understand that. Things have changed with their catching picture. But, yeah, it, it was probably not in the plans had Andy stayed healthy. All right, then let's go around. Is that enough for you, Bob? Yeah, that's enough for me. And, and I'm glad he cleared, you know, I mean, as best as you can, Jason, clear that up. But I, hearing the words, 
and I was watching when he said that. Yeah, I would just I I didn't know what to make of it. That's where the confusion came in, I think. Right. I guess I that's what that. they're doing. They're being optimistically guarded. He used the word obfuscate. Did you like that word? That's a very good word. That's a Baldwin word. Or where did you come from? Brentwood. I'm sorry. Brentwood, Brentwood word. That, yeah, but that, that's also that a smart go... pitcher word. He knows yeah, as a pitcher, you got to be smart on the mound. He knows what he's that would doing. go with. Uh, that would go on to Shelton's list. Do you guys know about this? No. I keep a track. I keep track of every smart word that Shelty uses. You can get him with this on your show if you want. He'll laugh. Every like bigger word he uses, I, I track in my phone, and then I show him the list of Shelton's big words, and he laughs hysterically. Every like if he'll use a big one, he'll he'll stop and point at me because that that counts. Hmm. That counts. So, anyway, I like that. Is Encrinkulant still on that list? Yes. Okay. Very much so. Proudly. <laughs> Proudly. Let's go around the diamond very quickly. Do you have time, Jason? I don't yeah, want to take you away from a ball no. game. No, you're good. Uh, First base, what's happening? If the season started today, what would be the first base situation? I'd imagine they'd start Rowdy Telez, but it's going to be a platoon of him and Connor Joe the majority of the time. Where does Triolo fit? I think they want him to win the second base job. And, you know, the more I hear, the further this goes, the more I watch Triolo, I think the more likely it is that he does that. Holy horse He's milk. still a young guy that who has from? a big upside. I wouldn't be... Yeah, but what about Pagaro and Gonzalez? And Gonzalez and also I Bay. thought the battle thought, was between them. But, Jason, we were no. talking, I, I think this platoon, too many positions of having pl- platoon means you don't have enough answers yet. I mean, I agree with you, Bob, I do. Um, I, I don't hate the platoon at first, though. I understand what they're going for. Like, Telez hits righties very well. Joe hits lefties very well. Together, they can do pretty well. Um, yeah, but I, that, that has changed a little bit with Triolo. Um, where I thought he was going to be a bounce-around guy. Charrington even said at the beginning of the offseason he was going to be more of a bounce-around guy. But, you know, at, like he's done a lot of second base. Um, he offers a lot of value there. I was talking to Tree the other day about how much time. I mean, he spent, like, the majority of his work this offseason at second base, and that's kind of his focus. I think that's the Pirates' focus, too. But, yeah, there's, there's a lot to sort out with that, sure. So no platoon at second base. He could win the job outright. And then what would happen with uh, either Gonzalez or Pagera? Yeah, I mean, Triola could win the job and they could still play the other one, right? Like, they need a backup infielder, and that's an interesting dynamic in this where, like, O'Neill Cruz isn't going to play all the time. So, okay, who can play shortstop? Leover Pagaro is probably their best option at shortstop. So, I mean, they could start Triolo at second, keep Pagaro on the team, mm. and then Pagaro kind of spells Cruz, plays a little bit at second. Um, so, I, that, that's kind of where it's tracking. I wouldn't put Gonzalez in that mix. I, I didn't. Love what I saw from G1 Bay last year. Like, it, there, there's just not a lot there um, in terms of, like, consistent hitting. If that changes, obviously he has other skills, but that's the way I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it's a lot of people you just mentioned there. And G1 Bay, somebody who I thought I like actually him. looked good in center field when he played there too. But Is he going to make the team? I don't know. I don't think they know. I think that's that's he's very much in competition for a roster spot. Joe, I think they want him to. They really like G1 Bay, but – you know, I, because of the speed, because of what Pomp's saying about center field, like he's a great late game defensive replacement because of his speed. Who knows what happens in right field? Like that's still Connor Joe, Palacios, Edward Oliveras. Who knows how that shakes out? Um, but I mean, if Bay hits and does what he did at the beginning of last year, he had like 20 stolen bases really fast. He was among the league leaders. Like if that happens and you have to play Bay in center, I don't think they'd be afraid to do it. But again, like with him, he just. He went through a stretch last year where he hit like 100 over six weeks. Yeah. Like, if that holds, that's he's not making the team. Bomb wants to know what the rotation's going to look like if it started today. Keller, uh, Gonzalez, Perez. 
I think Rowanzi's in there. We'll see what happens today, but he has looked a lot better. Um, you know, hopefully that doesn't come all crashing down on him. And then the fifth guy, man, I, I don't know. I really don't. I mean, the competition is like Priester, Ortiz, Falter. I mean, that fifth spot. What about that Josh like, Fleming guy? No, I don't think he's in the rotation. No, okay. I, he's, they've got a lot of guys that they're going to rotate through. Like, it honestly, what I was going to say, Pump, is it, it could end up as more of a bullpen game where they use, like, Ortiz or Falter for a short and start and then use the other one on the back half, like, piggy, piggybacking them and then use a, a lot of bullpen. So it could be like a fifth starter in name, but they could kind of rotate that. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's still a lot to be determined with their fourth and fifth spots. All right. Lastly, if a game happened today, I get five good innings from Mitch Keller, let's say in the opener. How does the bullpen shake out, ideally? I mean, I'm assuming they have a lead. Um, I'm going to go with Majewski in the sixth, Holderman in the seventh, Chapman in the eighth, and Bednar in the ninth. Woo! That sounds good. Doesn't yeah, it, Bob? Uh, what about Barecki? Is he in this still? Um, yeah. You know what they like Barecki to do, Pomp, is if they have get like a you know, go left on left to end an inning, that sort of thing, they okay. like using him against left-handers. I think you're going to see him sort of freely sprinkled in there. So, I mean, it might not be a straight six, seven, eight, nine like Barucki might come in there. He might, They liked him when he opened, too, if they go with that strategy, which I think they will. He could be somebody there if you've got lefties two out of the top three. There's another guy we haven't mentioned, but I thought he earned his way on. He was a Rule 5 guy last year, Hernandez out of the bullpen. I didn't expect a Rule 5 guy to go uh, you know, into some of these situations late in games, but he did, and I thought he you know, acquitted himself pretty well. Where, where is he, just another part of the organization? And because yeah. he's Rule 5, he starts in somewhere in AAA? I, yeah, I think he's going to have to really outpitch expectations to break with the club because they already have a couple lefties in the pen, um, and he's one of their few relievers with options. So they can put him in the minors and bring him up and down. Whereas, like, I think Fleming, if they want to keep him, obviously Chase Anderson, if they want to keep him, I think Honeywell might be out of options. He looked good yesterday. They've got a few guys out of options. So, like, Hernandez might be one of the – and Dari Moretta is another one that's yeah, probably in the mix as exactly. well. I don't want to discount him. So I, I just I have a tough time with two lefties already established. Them keep and he was he was not good the second half of the year. I just I think that might add up against him. He winds up starting in Triple A. Can't they just spend on one <laughs> on one more pitcher? Just bring in a pitcher. Just just it, it seems like the, the obvious spot that that some of the stuff you say sounds very encouraging. I didn't ask about Cruz and Hayes because they're obvious. And that's exciting, that side. So the outfield might be good from center to left, too. It's just they need a pitcher. They need a starting pitcher. You're not wrong, Joe. I, I completely agree. And, and spend, I would say either spend via you know, capital with prospects or spend via money. I really don't care how you do it, but they need another pitcher. And I, like, I think there's an understanding that they do. I, I don't think they've been thrilled with how this offseason has played out. Like, I think they got – they thought that they were going to wind up with somebody too. I think they're a little surprised that they haven't, but I agree with you. The, the depth worries me. You know, I can hear arguments about Skeens, Jared Jones, Burroughs, Brubaker, guys on the way, but, you know, right now, April, May, June, like they need one more. You're counting on too many things happening. I don't think as much as I like them, Priester, Ortiz, Rowanzi, Falter, like all of these guys aren't going to work out. They need more assurance there. Yeah, they really do. And, <clears throat> Do you have a list? I, you know, I'm sure you do. Of, I'm not sure who would be available. Is there any free agent guy still looking around? I, now I mentioned Blake Snell. I'll rule him out just because. But is there anyone else you know who would command a little bit more money who's still looking for a job? 
Not really, Pomp. I mean, you're kind of in the damaged goods section at this yeah. point. Like, you know, you're Cindergard. They're not interested in Bauer, Domingo Herman. Um, none of those get me really excited. I mean, that's that's why I thought the Marlins thing made so much sense for them, and I still do. But you know, they had an injury to one of their starters, and that that deal sort of changed after Braxton Garrett went down. They asked for more, and so I, yeah, I mean, they could sign one of those guys. I can't say I'd hate it. I'm I'm all for them doing anything and everything to spend money and, and prospects to get more pitching. But it's just selection ain't great right now. Jason, we appreciate you taking all this time out there in Thanks, Brayton Jason. and clearing things up. Thanks, man. Always a pleasure. Thank you for having me, guys. Take all care. Right. Take care, Jason. That is Post-Gazette columnist now, Jason Mackey. That was good, Bob. Do you feel more satisfied with his answers now? <clears throat> yeah, he's very thorough. Always has been. Uh, and I, you know, he made it clear, at least clearer than what I heard yesterday. And so that's all I was trying to figure out. So they don't know about the catcher. And if Davis... The problem would be if Davis hits, but he can't show them the defensive needs, then what? Is he a DH? How much does he get of that versus McCutcheon? Does he play right? And again, he mentioned about three or four guys in right field already. There's a lot of uh, ifs right now still. This Triolo thing, I thought I was following spring training a little closer than that. He he might be the no, starting yeah, second baseman. Been, yeah, but if, if so, that makes you wonder. Piguero could be on it. I get it as a reserve, but. What happens to Nick Gonzalez? When he came up last year a little bit, he, he went on a doubles binge. I always liked his potential in his bat, but I don't know. Maybe it's just not trending. Well, you kind of got a hit on the seventh overall pick, don't you, Bob? You would think. Anyway, Bob has a showdown next. You want to tease to that a little bit, Bob? Court storming, one of the topics. I like that topic. All right. I want to tell you about the Good Feet Store. And how my feet were yet literally screaming out to me uh, for a lot of years of my life. Help me. Help me. That's what they would say, Bob. And I didn't have a way to help them. I tried. I would go to different doctors. One guy said it was gout. I'm talking about the joints of my big toes. And it wasn't gout. Uh, it was probably some form of arthritis. I, I don't know. They just hurt. But here's what I care about and what I imagine you care about is what can make the pain go away or be lessened so that I can do the things I like to do, like chase after golf balls or play a little basketball, whatever. The Good Feet Store, Good Feet Arch Supports, to be specific, have helped me. They're designed to provide pain relief, balance, comfort, and they're customized so they fit into whatever shoes you're wearing. Uh, my work shoes, my golf shoes, whatever I want, I just pop them right in there. They put me on the system, and it has helped me. It could help you. I went to the store at Robinson Town Center, across from Ikea. Uh, there's also one in Cranberry Township, and also one in Morgantown at Suncrest Town Center. So maybe you're listening out that direction, heading south. That might be an option. So is goodfeet.com to check it all out. Come on in and try the good feet feeling today. Comfort, energy, performance, and pain relief 
at the Good Feet store. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And now we approach showdown territory. This is the one opportunity every Monday where Joe Starkey, the host of the Joe Show, uh, goes against Charlie Bourgeois, who is the producer, depending on the day of the Joe Show. Otherwise known as Nelly, and may I just interject this bump because it's very important. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. And the text line Brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Very important. You deliver a hot take on the text line with your name on it, and then text in the city is how we finish the show. Very excited to have Bob on today for that. Listen dun, to Cooking Listen to Cookin Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle and Cranberry Contest run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 937thefan.com contesting page. Bob. All right. Topic we haven't gotten into today is court storming. We have seen incidents of this past season where both Caitlin Clark, who's one of the best players in the game of basketball, got run over in a court storming. We also saw Kyle Filipowski, who is one of the elite players on Duke's team, get injured and had to be helped off. And if you look at some of the video, his knee, somebody ran into his knee. It's it's an awful situation, I think. Uh, And I think it has to stop. I really do. Because now we're talking about guys who are not just players for your university, but also investments, big investments for themselves, for, you know, for their careers. You can't have an injury like this happen because some idiot's going to run and, and not pay attention to where he's running or she's running and, and get into a collision. You saw that. What did you think, Joe? Ridiculous. We've been talking about this for years. It's just stupid. 
it's it's again to me it's like the handshake line you're taking yeah, exactly. people <laughs> it, who are still no one ever talks on that line either they just go through it right you you're, you're you're taking people in a highly emotional state and putting them in a situation where something bad could happen now if it's just one of those things where well it's just a fear nothing bad ever does it does there's been numerous incidents in handshake lines and now we have uh, multiple incidents of court storming why can't they just wait Till the players are off the Why court. Why not just not and then, do it and then at all? Go. Pitt's never done it, and they've had a lot of success during their Big East days. I, I I think it's fun in a way, you know, especially in football. I think it's fun, right? I don't think it's fun. It can be fun if you're I mean, a student. But, but again, it can be okay, fun. Okay, if you're a student, but most well, of, most they, of them. If you look at some the of the video, they, delay it and they have on. these phones going. The phones are the biggest problem today in a lot of different areas because people want to be full of their own attention. They want you to see what their life is like and they'll do anything to do it. I've seen videos of people actually falling to their death because they want to get a picture of the Grand Canyon and they don't care. I mean, you got to... And everyone's running, not paying attention with phones on, videos running, and they don't know where they're running into. It's dangerous. Well, I was considering in the context of it's dangerous for the participants. It's dangerous for everybody. Well, how about... about, I don't want to ban it. I I want to delay it. Okay. All right, maybe if you can if you could figure out a way. Yeah, just but who's to say who's to say that somebody in one of those crowds has vicious intentions and says, you know what, we can beat Duke if Filipowski doesn't play in the ACC tournament, like and a I, Tanya Harding yeah, situation. I mean, I, I, and in this crazy yeah, I, world we live in, I wouldn't be surprised to see some of those intentions. Fans shouldn't be near athletes. Fans should never be on on the playing surface with athletes. They should never. Charlie, what do you think? I think that it's I, – I still like court storming. Um, b- before this year, before the Caitlin Clark incident, which was shown that she did involve herself by throwing a forearm shiver. Yeah, but she shouldn't have been put in that position to begin with. No, but she did end up doing a forearm shiver. And if you look at the video of Filipowski, he also – like stepped into the What are you person. supposed to do when you get – it's like it's – like, uh, Wouldn't you be defensive – yeah, Nelly, they're coming people, at you, if, running if, all if, over the place. People, you have nowhere to go. People who are drunk right. and and the enemy team storming at you. Bef- I'd feel defensive too. And make, before throw this a year, has, was this an issue? There have been other yeah, instances. There have been, there have been yes. instances. Maybe maybe not to the level because you're talking about two of the best players in college basketball right now. I I don't think Duke had a problem with storming the field when they beat Clemson this past year. That's a good point. I think Nelly it, raises just, an excellent point. Yeah, but their coach Shire, I heard it. He said it should end, and it should end now. It should stop. They should put things in place to make it stop. Did he say stop or delay it? I thought he said stop it. If you could delay it, sure. Well, how do you like, delay it? You easily. You tell people you, 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 you line it up with cops, police dogs, the same thing they do now, and you say when the team's clear, you can storm. I've seen them put up the like the rope. Yeah. And then as soon as – like. Whoever needs to clear the court clears the court. They drop the rope. But again, that that, that is a delayed reaction to exuberance. At that point, I don't care if I'm someone who, okay, you're going to wait. How about if if the handshake line takes five minutes and these people are just still standing there? That's why one other reason they should get rid of the handshake line. Do you agree (laughs) with that? Uh, Yeah, probably. I just, you know, the bottom line is, speaking of handshake lines, I've, I've often been amazed at how NHL players who can bloody themselves in a fight, can shake hands afterwards. But they do all the time. And, and that's the one sport that you don't really see many incidents happen in the I handshake I know, but they line. do it after the series, not right after every single game. The, the, no, fight, the fight is done for good could, then. Okay. 
But the point, I, I just, again, Pitt, to my recollection, has never done this, have they? they they've no, never stormed the court. I don't think and they, they still have. have a good relationship with their fan base, the Oakland Zoo. They don't need. Oh, of course. So what's the, I, what's I, the I do, point? Well, because it's really fun, Bob. It's really fun. If you're a kid out of school, that, first, there's too much of it. I'll agree with that, that like things that aren't even that great of an upset they're storming courts for. But imagine you're a kid in college. You've had uh, a little bit to drink. You're having a lot of fun. Your Sounds team dangerous wins. to me. Oh, come on. I'm with Nelly on that one. Well, you just said you said it should stop, and now you're going backwards. It should be delayed, okay, not delayed. stopped. Yes. Good. For for a minute. It, get everybody, it would be longer than a minute. Get everybody off the court, then let, let them through the ropes. Court okay. storming is fun. You celebrate... When I was at St. Bonaventure, for when did you become year. an old fuddy-duddy, Bob? <laughs> I just, oh, I've, I've had this view about this for a while. I just, I don't see the relevance to it. I don't see the importance of it. You can still do what you got to do in the stands. I don't understand why it has to, you know, come down to the court. I just, I apologize, Nelly. I interrupted it, you it's rudely. A, it's your show. It's yours now. It's the Joe show. It Go ahead, Joe show. When I was at St. Bonaventure for the year, for one year, one of my fondest memories of there of being there was storming the court because it was just one of those things that. As an 18-year-old kid, 19-year-old kid, and now that I'm saying that out loud, it is dangerous when you have a bunch of drunk 18, 19, 20-year-old kids who shouldn't be drunk in the first place are storming the court. But I think it's more of a a current topic because of, I think, the high-profileness of the players who were hurt this year. Bob wants to strip you of that right. If he was, a, if he how is it a right? Well, right now it's it is a right. right. I don't think it's a right. I think it's just more of a— Right now it is a right. They have the right to do it, and they do it. Again, I don't know that there's a right that you go onto a playing surface with players still on it. That, to me, doesn't sound like a right. Well, that part we agree on. When How the do... players and coaches are gone, you storm the court. Okay. Or field. We'll move on. Because... By the way, let, let's take some calls on that for next segment. 412-928-9370 about court storming. Field storming as well. In Would it change your mind if you found out that Filipowski's out for the remainder of the season with a torn ACL? My mind doesn't need to be changed. I've said a hundred times when the players are on the court, it shouldn't be stormed. Okay. Nelly, Bob isn't listening to me very well today, and I'm insulted. But I am staring you down. All right, let's move on to the next topic, and that would be Matt Ariza signs a contract with the Kansas City Chiefs. He is looked at as one of the best college punters. He had a good opportunity in your hometown of Buffalo there, Joe. Uh, and then he allegedly got into some trouble, but he has been exonerated of all of this. Nobody would give him a shot, but Kansas City finally did. My question, why wouldn't the Steelers do that? They need a punter. Why wouldn't you take a shot after everything has been dropped and whatever accusations he faced? Good question. It's a good question. Now, I'm, I'm reading about this. I always want to be extra, extra careful and know the history. So I'm just looking at one line here. But it says, on December 12, 2023, Ariza and his accuser mutually agreed to drop the respective lawsuits against each other with neither party admitting wrongdoing and no money changing hands. So, yes, it would seem, it would seem he's been completely exonerated and doesn't have any outstanding allegations still against him. Am I right about that? Correct. Okay, whereas Bauer, Trevor Bauer, still has right. accusations but against him. But I didn't him. ask about him. Although, I, I know, I know, but this naturally extends to that. I'm just comparing and contrasting. Although he seems to have been exonerated from 
the first case he had. Good question, man. I don't know why you wouldn't. If if you believe that that nothing wrong happened here, nothing really bad happened here, then he would, have been, he would it, have been a guy you they, Kansas, City, Kansas City had a decent punter to begin with. They didn't need a punter. Steelers actually released their punter. Yeah. You know, so I just wonder about that. What's your Charlie? answer? I would have signed him. I think the the hesitation on even answering this question is probably why not a lot of teams have given it more thought. I yeah, think but a lot Chief- of these teams also have domestic uh, abusers who've been accused and have had to, you know. You are 100% correct. I think, once again, the fact that I have to word this very, so carefully, and that's that's the issue. It could be a PR issue. They don't want the negativity around it. For sure. I, Do you think the Pirates should sign Bauer? I'd have to look further into his case. I haven't looked as much. I looked into Ariza pretty good. That's why I feel like, okay. Yeah. It's time. I mean, somebody's got to give him a chance. Your life can't end on this, can you? Your your career. So That's what you think. What does the general public think? What is the it's another the casual uh, okay. fan? Fans can call 412-928-9370, right? You can call on court storming and that. Shameless plug. Well, why not? What, Joe? No, go ahead. You're angry Next with me. Next one. No, no, no go since, ahead. Since you're painting my picture no, every time I, I, I turn around, you're angry with me. I just want to be extremely me. careful about situations like that. Where well, again, Ariza seems to have cleared all the hurdles. He does. He seems to have been completely exonerated. So, yeah, they, they, they should have signed him, I would say. All right. Next we go back to Gensel. Uh, it's the big topic. What will they do with Jake Gensel? Uh, if I were to tell you, Joe, that – Jake Ensel was offered a deal which he liked. He decided to sign it. Would that be the best outcome for you with Jake Ensel moving forward? A deal that he liked? Yes. Not if it was for $11 million a year, no. The best outcome would be a real hockey trade if he wants that much money where you bring back maybe a different kind of player. Okay, but let's say they offered and he turned – what did he ter- turn down, like – Six and a half, seven million a year, or something of that nature. They offered him something. Let's say it gets up to nine million a year. They can do it because, given the cap going up next year, sure. given uh, contracts they can get rid of, they could do it. Is that the right move for the Penguins beyond this year? I mean, if you can get him at a decent rate, yeah. So you're going against what you said before then, which was which what? Which was this team has to think younger and has to bring in more opportunities. Well, I mentioned eight guys. You don't have to trade every single one of them. I mentioned Gensel. I mentioned Rust. I mentioned Pedersen. I mentioned Eller. But at I some point, you Riley want change. Smith, you, want, you, you, have to get, you have to create some change yeah, in order you could to trade achieve the goal six, of getting younger. Six guys and not trade Gensel, and he's not the oldest one among them either. Um, there's many ways to affect change. He's still, what is he, 29? 29, going to be 30. So he's not ancient. But I still believe that there's an opportunity here to transform yourself and sort of reboot for next year. That doesn't have to involve trading Gensel. Like, to me, it could be a Gensel or Rust situation. Now Rust is hurt to complicate matters. And he also has a no movement to some degree. He does. I think he may have a full no movement, him and, uh, and Carlson. But those were meant to be worked around. One more, Bob, is all we have time for. All right. Uh, let's see. What can I think would be good I, I was going to go NBA on you but I'm not going to do that for the sake of the fans who listen to this show they may not like that topic so I'm not going to do it I'm sad about um, that okay 
Yes, but I'm going to ask about the Indianapolis Combine. It begins today. The Steelers have an opportunity to look at a lot of different positions. If I were to ask you right now, first two picks of this draft for them, my answer would be offensive line and defensive line. What would your answer be? Offensive line, and we haven't even gotten into the Mason Cole release yet today. Well, that's why I'm asking you What did you make question. of that? I was surprised it happened when it did because it didn't seem like there was any reason to do it now. But if that was their plan, they're going to give him a chance to get another job. That's that's nice for them to do it, and, and he can move on. But it also leaves him with a glaring hole at a very important position. They have internal answers who can who can maybe play, but it's not in their best interest to do that. So they're going to have to – I mean, to me, they've telegraphed their first need, and it would be a center, right? Unless they find someone in free agency, and I don't know who's available. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. First or second so round what for would a be center. Your, so so – First and second round, I say offensive line, defensive line. You would say the same? I agree. You... I agree with every syllable you just said. What about inside linebacker? Well, what about another corner? What about a receiver? What about a tackle? You know, so there's a lot of things. So, yeah, all those things could be on the docket. But I like I uh, up front, they've left themselves a little short here defensively because of draft picks that didn't work out. Cam's getting older. Ogan Joby was a bad contract. And then offensively, there's a giant hole in the middle now. And they also are not absolutely sure how the quarterback room is going to stack. <laughs> and that too. That's, that's that another. Too. That's yeah. the $64,000 that question. It has to be answered sometime soon, whether it's Mason Rudolph. They're going to make him an offer. I do know that. What it is and does it suit him will determine what they do next. Thank you, Bob, for thank a wonderful you, Joe, showdown. Charlie. And thank you, Nellie. That was incredible. Absolutely incredible. Coming up next, uh, Terry Hanratty, of all people, former Steelers quarterback, said something about the quarterbacks in this draft that I fully agree with. Plus, I have every play caller in the NFL ranked here. And I'm going to tell Bob and Nelly who they are, and we'll see where the Steelers guy ranks among best play callers in the NFL. We'll do that next. Bob Pompiani in for the entire day today. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Fiat. That's Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Sullivan Super Service Fan Hotline, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. So, yes, a little bit of football at the top. Um. Peter King, one of the things he said in his retirement column was he hates mock drafts, Bob. I like them. If you take them I'm for with what Peter King, because they change every day. But you can they're make fun. What, you can make, okay, but you can make any conclusion you want to make. But they're, I, I don't think people mean them to be taken that seriously other than the evaluation of prospects and who, who might be on the board when the Steelers pick. I'm not reading it thinking, oh, Ryan Wilson, or that Ryan Wilson from CBS Sports thinks that he's nailing it, one through 32. I'm reading it for but fun you, and interest put, and enjoyment. If you put enough of them out there, at the end of the day, if you hit one that looks real good, you'll be the first to say, look, I had this right, but you also had 35 others that were wrong. I think they're fun. Nelly. Okay, fun. Bob, went this. mark this down as the day that Bob officially turned into an old funny daddy. No, not he true. He hates mock drafts. He hates court I didn't storming. Say I, you asked Anything me if, else, Bob, that you hate? Court storming when it involves, when it, when it involves big-time players – and injuries are part of it. Are It's a problem. You agree with that. You have said so also. You want to take a different measure. You want to make sure it's delayed. Okay, delayed gratification. Go out and run around. Do what you got to do on the court. You think Jason DeLay will be the Pirates' second catcher? Yes. 
No, you don't. It'll yes, be. I do. You think Hank Davis is going to the minors? Unless he shows them something that he hasn't shown them yet. Oh, I still well. like his bat. I, I see. This is the problem with his with this situation. He has to be in this lineup. Yes. He's the one guy. He looks like. He looks like. Uh, who does he look like now? Um, a big. Uh, his muscular body. Uh, who, uh, there's got to be somebody. Who Whenever played, he holds they, the bat, it looks like he's going to yeah, ground it into sawdust. And he has power. They need power. I he know. has to be in this lineup. I wish he would just relax and play. That's what they need to do with it. By the way, your coach, Sean McDermott, guarantees the Bills will win a Super Bowl. His quote, it's not just a matter of if, it's just a matter of when it will happen. Yeah, maybe stop the other guys with 13 seconds <laughs> left, Sean. If I recall, Bob also did have a problem with the uh, waste management open to add on to the... And Bob I, I, didn't no, like the waste and, and management right. open hey, because Nelly, of the, that's Nelly, right. Get off Nelly. Bob's lawn. Get I, off I, my lawn. I was the guy who first said I like that concept, but it could go too far. I'm just telling you they need to reel this stuff in. That's all I'm telling you. It hasn't changed I, my opinion of it. Don't celebrate. About, don't no, celebrate no. wins. You're going go to go to the wasted management golf tournament. tournament. The third Joe, thing, let me Nelly, ask you something. You're going to go to the wasted management golf tournament and have fights break out, and somebody fell and actually injured their knee acl surgery required you want to go to a golf tournament and see that yes go ahead i want to see have more that of it. on your I lawn see i don't people, want it on my lawn i want to see people dumping beer over their heads i want to see them diving into bunkers i want to see them tackling the golfers <laughs> joe i believe this is what we call poking the bear poking the bob <laughs> poking the bob uh, maybe, that, maybe that should be a new segment. i like the concept oh, that's a great idea <laughs> poking the bob poking the bob is a new segment every monday bob are you game for <laughs> no, that No, because you're not you're gonna run out of things to poke me i i don't feel this way about a lot of things but when it gets off or into how about the deep bob, end get off bob's lawn could be a segment and in today it was don't celebrate wins I didn't don't, see that. What is don't have, so that's you the thing about, you're twisting? Don't celebrate that's the thing wins. About the I'm not saying that. That's what makes the perfect the segment don't, so perfect. If don't, you say something and then we'll just twist it. Don't a have fun bit. at a golf tournament. We must be reverential at golf tournaments. And what's the third thing? No, just no fun in general. No mock drafts. Yeah, mock no mock drafts. drafts. Yeah, no mock drafts. But I felt that all along. It hasn't changed. I just don't put a lot of stock in them. You can have fun all you want, Joe. Thank you, Bob. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Partly cloudy throughout the day, a high of 62. Let's talk about the NBA. Bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge every Thursday on TNT Thursdays. Doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel, already have an account. You'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win on any NBA on TNT game. NBA Same Game Parley is the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance to score a bigger payday. Well, let's switch. Let's move to the Eastern Conference. I always talk about the West. How about Derek White and the Celtics? Oh, my God. All they do is win, 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 and they usually win by a lot. Just jump on a, a, an easy train to jump on there. However you want to play, just head to FanDuel.com slash Starkey to bet the NBA. With a no-sweat same-game parlay with TNT Thursdays, that's fanduel.com slash Starkey. 21-plus present in Pennsylvania. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expires seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.